When I think American Sweetheart, I think of Ryan Seacrest. So that's just me. <laughs> yeah, I think that is just you. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Pop Therapy, where we talk about pop culture, life, and our favorite things. I'm one of your hosts, Christine. And I'm Rachel, and we are two friends who love all things pop culture and decided to start a podcast sharing our love for nonsense and hoping you will join in on the conversation with us. Oh, yeah. This (laughs) was a week. (laughs) Probably my favorite episode this far in The Bachelor. Okay. Yeah, it was... Oh my gosh, it was craziness. So good. Um, okay, do you want to start? Do you want to say what happened first? So Peter um, comes by the girls' room and wants to have a little conversation with them. And he's like, um, "Like, just make sure that you're here for the right reasons, basically. Like, I'm here for a marriage, and I want to make sure that you're here for a marriage. And if you're not, like get out of here. He doesn't actually say that, but I feel like that was like the point, right? <laughs> totally, totally. Um, and it was kind of like, what are you expecting? Like, isn't Madison going to stand up and be like, never mind. Bye. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No one's going to be like, oh, that's what this is about. I didn't realize. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> what is the basis of this show? Oh, yeah. Uh, and I thought it was weird. Okay. That, like, I thought that he would be like, okay, so... And then, like, take whoever on a date, you know, like, right then. Right, that would make on a date. Sense. He was just like, okay, bye, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> Literally so awkward. Okay, so I don't even remember. Then do they get a, do they get a note sent to the house? I think they did get a date card after that. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, and. Can I just say, I wish the date cards were more like Tyra Mail on America's Next Top Model when they're all like, Tyra Mail! Oh my gosh. Um, so right now, at the beginning of this episode, we have six girls, right? We had Madison, Hannah Ann, Kelly, um, Natasha, <laughs> Natasha, Victoria <laughs> F, and Kelsey. And yes. out of those six girls, Natasha is the only one who hasn't had a one-on-one yet. So oh, my baby, <laughs> poor thing. So we're all thinking like, oh, it's going to be Natasha. Um, but the date card has Madison's name on it. <laughs> Natasha, poor thing. Yeah, it's it was sad. So um, <laughs> she's so. But we love Madison. Yes, yeah. So um, they go on a date. What did they do on their date? Okay. Well, they <laughs> they got into the most ghetto boat I've ever seen. <laughs> Like, they went into this, like, built in 1776 canoe painted green, <laughs> and I was honestly worried for their lives as they, like, sit there. It was almost like Peter was hugging Madison like she was his mom and he was a six-year-old boy. It was just, like, the weirdest. <laughs> I was watching it with my friend Mason, and we were both like, oh, my gosh, could this be any more awkward? Like, it was so weird. Um, and... So they go on a boat. Honestly, what did they even do after the boat? I just wrote ghetto boat in my notes. <laughs> well, yeah, it, the date was kind of, I feel like, uneventful. I think the idea was that they were exploring a fishing village. Um, Ugh. 
That's right. They went fishing. Yeah. Yeah. So they did like, they caught a fish and then they made out on the boat. I think that's it really. Like, I don't, I don't really know that they did anything else. Okay. I mean, that's what I was thinking too, but I was like, surely I just missed something. Right. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And then, so, but we do get, Madison is kind of nervous about their dinner conversation because she has something she wants to talk about. But I also, (laughs) I really liked that the like uh, flashback to Kelsey and Hannah Ann talking about Madison back at the hotel. (gasps) Yes, that was so insightful. Yeah, I thought it was actually like uh, a pretty good conversation that they were having. They're talking about... um, how Madison's faith is very important to her and she really wants a spiritual leader. And so, um, and how everyone loves her. They said, I was like, when have you ever met a contestant that everyone is like, I really like her. I feel like someone hates someone all the time, you know? Yeah. It's, it's a really good sign for sure. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. And okay. This might not be a big deal to you, but it was a big deal to me. Madison is an outfit repeater, which I love. Wait, you love that she's an outfit repeater? (laughs) I do because, like, first of all, these girls come with, like, 72, like, fancy nightgowns. And I'm like, where do you guys keep all of this? And, like, are you ever going to wear this again? It's like when you're a bridesmaid, you know, and you're like, I spent $120 on this, and I love the bride, but what am I going to do with this ever again? Right. But Madison repeated her outfit. She was recycling. She brought the planet. Like, we love her. Yeah. You know, I actually didn't notice it on this date, but I thought earlier on in the season that she had repeated, like, she kept on wearing this, like, bright hot pink outfit, but I think she did have two different hot pink dresses. But I also noticed the same thing with McKenna a couple episodes ago. But you, I think we talked about it and you were like, it's a little different. Like, it was a hot pink jumpsuit. Um, but it was, the sleeves were Yeah, like one had, yet. like, ruffled sleeves and one didn't. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I appreciate the, the realness of, like, hey, I only have a certain amount of nice things in my closet. <laughs> Cause, right. Because so do I. So, yeah. That, that, <laughs> so do I. It's nice. I'm here for it. Um, so how would you say that, that Madison's conversation with Peter about the whole like wanting someone with strong <laughs> faith went? Let me start off by saying, if I hear Peter say, I'm so glad that that's important to you. One more time, I'm going to effing lose it because that doesn't even mean anything, you know? <laughs> so I think, and like, Surely don't let me be one to bring anyone's like faith down because I don't know Peter at all. Mm-hmm. But it seems like this was a big deal to Maddie and she's saving herself for marriage. And we know clearly Peter is not saving himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that that, that ship has sailed um, and sailed four times with Hannah Brown. Yeah. But um, I, he said, my faith is something I can definitely work on, which yeah. I just thought like, Billy Graham can definitely work on his faith. You know, like, at any <laughs> point in your life, you can be getting better at something, you know? Yeah. Anything. It doesn't have to be your faith. So I just thought that was, like, a very, I think you're really hot, and I want you to be the winner, and I'm going to say this yes. to please you, but I, w- I wasn't buying it, oh, and I don't yeah. know if she was either. Yeah, well, like, and as she's talking, she's going on and on about how, like, her dad is such a great spiritual leader, 
and his face is just kind of blank the whole time and then when he's like what is that (laughs) when she stops talking he like pauses and they like make it seem like he's about to be like well that's a deal breaker or something right because he has this like really serious look on his face but then yeah but then he goes into I yeah I love that and then um I love that about you yeah which okay little side note did you see the SNL bachelor skit that they did last week I did not but I can't believe that I didn't know about it's so good I'll I'll send it to you and I'll link it in the show notes if I can but um so they did a uh you know like a little skit about bachelor and JJ Watts was like the guest host (gasps) and so he played like the quote-unquote bachelor um (laughs) they like were they were specifically making fun of this season so he was like a pilot and he's he says something like hi my name's JJ and I make the planes go zoom and then um but he keeps on just saying I love that so like all these girls come out and say something and he's like I love that and then I was thinking as I'm watching the skit like does does he really say that and then watching this week's episode he did say I love that a lot and I was like oh my god yes (laughs) it's so cheesy I love that I love that He's so annoying. Yeah, but yeah, I feel like, yeah, Peter, he doesn't seem like a, like a Christian religious guy. Like we've talked about, we feel like he's kind of like a spiritual, like more like the uh, shaman type spiritual guy. Yes. Not like yeah, the, yeah. I'm going to go to church and like read the Bible with my family kind of spiritual guy. <laughs> right, right. I, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't see him necessarily as an everyday church guy just from what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. But as much as I love Madison... I was like, this is kind of late in the game for this. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, I was like, ooh, why now? But, like, I'm glad she said something. We love her. Go, Madison. Yeah. And, well, and she hasn't even said the whole I'm a virgin thing yet. So that, like, I can't she, wait. I know. She's, that's just like she's making, a, I think, a bad decision by putting that off so long. Uh, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> not. right now. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I just think that if they did end up, you know, getting engaged in the end and getting together, I just don't see their relationship lasting long term because I feel like the faith thing is going to become an issue. Right. Totally. And she said she only wants to be engaged once, if I do remember correctly. Yeah. And married once. I, I don't know if she's talking about engagement or married, maybe both. I don't know. Oh, married. Yeah. So We'll see. This should be good. Yeah. So um, then we get, finally, Natasha gets her date card. Finally. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my gosh. Was I over the moon? Okay. How did you feel about her outfit for their date? The all-white earth thing? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I love it. Natasha can do no wrong. But my friend Mason was like, why is she wearing clown shoes? Because they were so chunky. Um, but I I love her. I oh, think I, she looks great no matter what. Yeah, you? I thought she looked amazing. Um, yeah, I definitely. And someone with like that beautiful dark skin can pull off like white jeans with a white shirt. And I liked her little, um, I don't know, like cardigan thing cardigan? over it. I don't remember what her shoes looked like. So I'll have to go back and look at that. But um, you will. But the cardigan was very Rachel McAfee. Oh so. my gosh, it was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I need to find out it. where she got that. 
Um, For real, stop that closet. <laughs> yeah, and so they did another like we're gonna explore the town type thing, right? <laughs> oh yes, and can I be fully open here? Mm-hmm. I have never laughed so hard and it might have been mason's company i know that was a big part of this but i was just like cracking up i loved this day we rewind it three times to watch it so like what part was so funny for you (laughs) Uh, okay (laughs) okay the shopping it was fine but then they like they're, they're in the middle of the store and the camera looks over and they're like wrapping themselves up in alpaca fur yes. like while people are shopping. Yes. I was like wheezing. <laughs> and then flash forward to the dancers that like, uh-huh. I'm sorry to any of you Peruvians that find this offensive, but what on <laughs> earth? There were guys on their heads like bending their knees. And the guy, <laughs> the guy who was doing the dead fish dance where he like lays straight on the ground face up and just bounced like oh, yes. had me rolling. But the best, best, best part of the whole episode was when the camera zooms in on Natasha and she's like doing handguns and like shifting back and forth and Peter's doing this like weird robot and I was like this is the best thing I was wheezing like it was the best thing I've ever ever seen and I don't know why they're not gonna work out (laughs) well like I think that they they did have a lot of fun on their date but I think that they are just like I don't think there was any like romantic chemistry going on I felt like it was just like a friendship so right um, yeah but yeah I thought it it actually was a pretty fun date I thought like with like the whole um shopping stuff and yeah like the (laughs) trying on the huge like fur coat things oh my gosh it was great and those weird hats that were like Natasha's such a small girl she was like drowning in this hat and Peter (laughs) just looked like a doofus it was the best thing I've ever seen in my life yes so they go to dinner and she had a cute little like shirt on too. She had like a leather jacket on, but then she took off the leather oh, yeah, jacket. She's cute. And then she had these like puffy sleeves. And I was like, how did those fit in your leather jacket? Like I was very <laughs> concerned about that. <laughs> You're like, what is going on? Yeah. Um, yeah, I love Natasha. I don't see any like Peter Natasha romance going on. She but she like <laughs> I feel like she she wanted the rose though for some reason she like really was like I think that we can work and was really trying to convince him that she was all in um right so he picks up the rose and is like I can't give you this (laughs) oh okay that was a bummer for me too (laughs) because okay this was my friend Mason's insight which I hadn't thought of this but I think it made great sense to me Mm -hmm. Natasha, you know, unfortunately, Peter was just like sending a minority home once a week, yes. you know? Yes. And then Mason said something about, I wonder if Natasha, like, like she had to have known, you know, that Peter, Peter's type is clearly like brunette, yes. long haired girl. Yeah. And she, so she said something that made me think, like, maybe there was this little part of her that was like, maybe. I stayed around because he actually liked me rather than the producers wanted me for a diversity character. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, maybe that was just a little part of her that was like, I'm black, but I'm also like fabulous. And like, you know, why is that the only reason I'm staying around? And so maybe that was something she was thinking. Yeah, it could be. 
Um, yeah, but my I think my favorite line from Natasha that night is um, she said, I hope you find your person. I know I will. <gasps> yes. I was like, preach Natasha. Yes. I love that. I love that she is like, like, I'm moving on. I'm going to be fine. Like, don't worry about me. Because usually the girls are like crying. Like, I lost the love of my life. Um, yes. And so I loved her confidence in that moment. Yes. And you know what? Hannah B said that as she last year rode away, she was like, you know what? I will find someone that appreciates me for me. But she was at the same time sad about Colton. And I was like, she's going to be the bachelor. I called it then and there. Ooh. Amazing. Are you calling that with Natasha? (laughs) Yeah. I don't think Natasha will be the bachelor. She would be a great bachelor. She would be. I'm all here for it. But I think she didn't get enough screen time. Mm-hmm. Um, like, in just the history of the show, I from everything, I don't think it'll be Natasha, but I hope I'm surprised. Yeah. Unfortunately, the fact that she's a person of color does not help her case for becoming the Bachelorette. I mean, they did have Rachel, um, whatever her... Rachel Lindsay. She, she was the Bachelorette. Um, and she's a baller. Yeah, so... Yeah, I feel like Natasha is kind of, like, in that lane. So, who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyways. To be determined. So, next one-on-one is Kelsey. What did you think about this date? Did they, oh, I forgot for a second they went on a date. Ugh. Womp, womp, womp. Then, like, out of breath, running up a mountain, he's like, we're going to make it to the top. Oh, I would have so them, Not anywhere near the top, both, like, out of breath, sweating. I was like, what? It wasn't true. <laughs> and then she was like, <sighs> and then she, like, gets on top of him and they make out. I was like, I hate I would have been so mad at him, like, making me run up a mountain. Um, and he's like, this is the kind of woman I want, the kind, the woman who will run up a mountain with me. And so she's, like, feeling, you know, like, she has to – like Pressure. To, if it was me though I would be like um let go of me I am taking my sweet time up this mountain if we have to get yeah. up there <laughs> I literally thought of you during this date because I just thought this seems like very like Shelton the outdoors yeah. man would like like to run up a mountain you literally posted pictures of him on the top of a mountain this week yeah and and then I thought of you being like no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, and and notice the reason I have a picture of him on top of a mountain is because I stayed behind. <laughs> I stayed at the bottom, and I said, "Like you go, have your fun." And then I took a picture of him when he made it to the top. <laughs> like you go to the top, I'm gonna stay at the Chick Fil A here, get a milkshake, and watch you. <laughs> uh, and then, like. I mean, there's so many times when Shelton will try to, like, grab my hand and make me run, and that makes me so mad. Like, I hate when people try <laughs> to, like, force me to run because I feel like I'm going to fall down. And um, uh, yes. so, yeah, I I would not be happy with Peter if he was trying to pull me up a mountain. <laughs> oh, 100%. And when, okay, so my dad growing up was, like, an avid runner, like, marathon runner, and I... I like love to run too, you know, but at, back then I didn't so much. And I remember my dad having me go running with him one time and I was just like, I can't do this anymore. And he grabbed my hand, continued running. And it was like, I can drag myself <sighs> or I can run with my dad. And I like, remember this as like, 
please someone drive by and think he's kidnapping me because like I'm going to die that we made it home and now I'm the crazy runner so (laughs) yeah I know that that's like you know perseverance like you have to push through the pain but that's just not my thing (laughs) you're like no pain I don't need to be in the game okay yeah I like don't even want to be here so it's fine yeah (laughs) Um, oh, yeah, so they, like, they rode ATVs, they ran up a mountain, they lay there, they talk a little bit about, like, what kind of family, like, they would want to have, and Kelsey says that she would want to, um, like, work a couple days a week, but then be at home with kids a couple days a week, um, so she just wants the best of both worlds. Um, Right, she wants a perfect life. But, hey, power to her, she can make that happen. Yes, yes. (laughs) And then, um... Yeah, so I guess after that, they go on their um, dinner date where they had a very interesting conversation where we get part two of Kelsey's dad issues, right? Yes. Flash forward to if there weren't royalty fees, I would pay that Demi Lovato song. Lucky for you, I got all these daddy issues. (laughs) I was like, whoa. So, yes, fill us in on Crazy Daddy Issue 2.0. Okay, so... Like, on the first one-on-one, we learned that um, Kelsey's father left uh, their family uh, just randomly one day, like, on a Tuesday, um, left a note and was like, I'm out of here, and he moved to Mexico and married another woman, I believe, Um, (laughs) and started dealing (laughs) drugs, (laughs) and then, um, (laughs) so tonight, or this week, we learned that um, her dad had reached out to her. And then um, they talked a couple years ago or something, but she felt just kind of weird about it. Like she she just didn't like the answers that he was giving to her questions. Apparently he was pulling a God card of like, God told me to leave you, mm. which is mm. the worst thing I've ever heard. Um, not biblical whatsoever the exact opposite like it's like god didn't tell you that (laughs) satan told you that oh my god right anyways (laughs) not very pro not getting divorced because you feel like it um but so then i guess like another year or so passed and now she is in contact with her father they're getting to know each other but her mom does not know (laughs) <laughs> and now she said it on national television so now her mom knows no yeah she says something about like i was hoping to tell my mom but it just hasn't happened yet and i'm like well hopefully it happens by the time this show airs yeah well you've got three months honey. right and um and so basically she's telling him this because if he takes her on a hometown um she's like hey don't talk about my dad <laughs> So touchy subject. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. You think that um, the producers are going to try to like stir any drama up in that area, or is that like even too far for them to go? I hopefully it's too far for them because, ouch. (sighs) Oh yeah, like just ruining another family situation would be terrible. Yeah, another family ruined by The Bachelor. (laughs) Yeah, um, but of course Peter is like, I love that. And <laughs> I, I love that about you that your dad left. I love it. Yeah. Um, and he gives her a rose. I was surprised by this. Were you surprised? I was. I thought she would get sent home this week. Me too. I thought it was going to be Natasha and Kelsey going home. So, um, 
But little did we know. Right. Also, total side note, back to Madison. We didn't mention something huge. He told Madison he's falling in love with her. <gasps> oh, yeah. <laughs> and we just happened to, like, cross over that. So that happened, listeners. Which, okay, that is, like, a huge deal that The Bachelor said that first. Like, And she didn't even say it back. Like, she said, I like you a lot. That's true. And, 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 like, they are not supposed to, you know, even when, you know, the girl will say, I'm starting to fall in love with you, and, and like, they can't say it back. They'll be like, thanks so much for saying that. And then, and then right. out of nowhere, and this was after the whole, like, re- uh, religion, faith is important conversation. He's like, but I'm falling in love with you. Cause, <laughs> so I feel like it was kind of like, hey, let's not talk about that. Like, let's just talk about us. Let's talk about how hot we are. <laughs> Um. Yeah, that was so interesting in that she didn't say it back, and yeah. So to be continued, but I thought we should definitely bring that up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And well, and just to say the fact that she didn't return that, I'm kind of like, okay, so are you not as into him as we think? Like, I don't know. Oh yeah, something's gonna happen. And to me, that seems like she's definitely gonna, you know, win. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing that all of this new drama is about her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Sorry. Back to the end of Kelsey's date. So she gets a rose, which leaves us with um, three girls, Hannah Ann, Kelly, and Victoria, to go on a three-on-one. Oh, How would you describe Kelly's uh, mood going into this date? Do I have a word that says cocky, rude, obnoxious. And annoyed. Is there something yeah. like Annoyed, annoying. Oh my gosh, I had it up to here with her. Oh, yeah. And if you don't see my hand, it is way up in the sky, people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I wrote down arrogant, which like doesn't, uh, yeah, yes, I couldn't arrogant. think of a good word either, but it's just, she, she kept on talking about like, these two girls like are children and I am an attorney. Like, look at me. I'm an attorney. I'm an attorney. The choice is obvious. <laughs> I talk like a man. Oh my gosh. That is literally a perfect Kelly voice. <laughs> oh. I went from liking Kelly to despising her within one sentence. Oh yeah. It was, it was a total change for Kelly. So yeah, I wonder if that was kind of like spurred by producers where they're like, Hey, say this. Um, just so that we would be okay with her going home, you know, <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah, I'm more than okay with it. Bye. Yeah. Which, so she, she followed suit, um, after Natasha with the white jeans, white shirt. Um, and Natasha did it better. Yeah, Natasha okay. wore better. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so like they their date was pretty much a nothing burger of a date. Like they <laughs> they I don't know, like went to this old what was it? I don't even know what it was. Um, a field? <laughs> oh no, they did they met that some old dude. Old man yeah, that his who... family like owns these like buildings. I don't know. He, and the old man was like, I don't understand why three women are dating one man. <laughs> and I was like same but i'm here for it he said so you kiss her one day and then the next day you kiss her and then the next day you kiss her and he goes that is a situation (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh yes he was like americans are so dumb i don't get this and i hate them like how did how did they talk this guy into letting them come onto their property and like being on the show cuz he was so like not interested at all 
no, they were like mucho dinero, and he was like si se puede. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, but then they just go into a field and they all talk, and Kelly takes a nap because she is so confident that she is moving on. She doesn't need to strengthen her relationship with Peter at all. No, I'll be here now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be sleeping. Wake me up when y'all are done. Um, yeah. So okay. let's talk about the individual conversations that were had. So Peter pulls Hannah Ann aside and um, yeah. she starts crying immediately, saying that she's not ready for their time to be over. And then she pulls out a sweet little, like, sixth grade letter of reasons why I like you. <laughs> she dots her eyes with, with hearts. hearts. <laughs> Are we for real right now? Uh, I didn't know that, like, adults actually did that. <laughs> um, nope. It's Well, she's not an adult, so I guess you're correct in that thought. Yeah. Do we believe that she's she seven? Like, no. The, there's a great chance that she's 12 years old. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely no older than 18. No older than 18. She's lying about her age. She's in high school. Yeah. So, unfortunately, I did not, like, pause and read all the reasons. Did you do that? I tried, but it was, it was like, a difficult... I couldn't really see them very well. Okay. And um, I was more stuck on that she dots her eyes with hearts still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think... But I'm sure they were like, you're cute. I like your teeth. I like your beard. I like your face. Someone uh, did pause it and notice that... I think she said something about, like, them having mutual dorkiness, but she spelled dorkiness wrong. Um, So that's great. That's what I would do, though. I'm not not judging because I would have spelled mutual wrong. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. It happens to us all. Um, Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, but it was a good solidifier of their relationship, I think. Peter really liked the words of affirmation. Um, so then we get, I think, so, meanwhile, Victoria starts, like, having a panic attack, like usual, and, like, walks off and is like, I can't take this. And so that's when Victoria F. walks off and is crying, and uh, Kelly's like, okay, I'm just going to chill here, take a nap. Um, Stop sleeping. <laughs> So then Peter comes back and only Kelly is there. So he starts to talk with Kelly. Um, and they had a pretty bad conversation. <laughs> what did they talk about? Well, so there was something about like, she said, like, we're having a good time. Like, I'm having a lot of fun. And she's like, I know you don't like it when I say fun. And he's like, yeah, you're right. right. I don't like it when you say fun. And <laughs> she says something about like, well, ask me anything, like, and he asks, I, I don't know what he asks, maybe, like, are you here? Like, what do you want? Or, like, why are you here? Or something. And, and she, I mean, she says, like, that she sees a future with him, and um, but she also doesn't think there's anything wrong with, like, not having drama in your relationship, which I think is correct. Like, there doesn't have to be all this crazy drama. But apparently, Peter likes the drama (laughs) of course of course he does so uh so then he goes and finds the drama with victoria f yes (laughs) and they had a terrible conversation as well like fighting she's like i feel like you're always in the mood when we talk and he's like um i'm not in the mood when we talk and i was like yeah yeah he's like i'm sorry are you talking about yourself like (laughs) yeah you can i'm sorry you're an emotional wreck. Oh, man. yeah. So, so because he he brings up 
on their last night date it didn't end well and she's like well okay if that's what you want to spend your time talking about then fine right (laughs) right out the gate and that's when he's like wait what and she's like I feel like you're always in a mood when we talk and then um I don't even know that they like ended that conversation well and then no I thought for sure it was bye bye I did too yeah I thought okay well like Victoria just sealed her fate um and then so like he brings all the girls back he picks up a rose says Victoria will you like does he say let me walk you out or he's just like will you walk with me will you come with me and And Kelly's like idiots I'm going to win yeah so we think like okay, he's walking her to her car. Like, he's walking her out. But I also was like, why is he carrying a rose? Like, this is weird. Unless he's just going to, like, <laughs> wave it in front of her face and be like, you aren't getting this. <laughs> but Snap in half. Yeah. And uh, during their walk, Victoria's crying. And she's like, I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave. And, <laughs> oh, my gosh. She literally is, like, five years old. <laughs> she is. She is five years old. She's ridiculous. <laughs> um, and then he's... They stop in front of a car, and he's like, I don't want this relationship to end. Will you accept this, Rose? Crazy. Wow. So crazy. Yeah, I think it just solidified for me, like, he doesn't want, like, a mature woman. He probably is just concerned with looks and probably a little bit of sex. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of bit of sex. Oh, man. So... Yeah, we're left with either him and or Kelly is going home, and we're pretty sure we know who it is. <laughs> right. <laughs> he gives his rose to Hannah Ann, and then, um, and then like she starts crying like really awkwardly, really hard. It was yeah, it was really weird. <laughs> totally weird. Totally weird. Why do you think she was crying? Was it like a I'm relieved that I got the rose or is it like I need a nap (laughs) (laughs) because I'm a baby I think probably being on that show and just maybe just also strongly disliking Kelly and having Kelly belittle her maybe was like thank god oh my gosh also when is this going to be over I'm so stressed I feel like it was like that was a genuine cry for me like just a relief stress cry I don't even know how to explain oh yeah just so many emotions does that make any sense (laughs) yeah for sure yeah I think so um so he walks Kelly out and um (laughs) what are some things that Kelly says she's like um I mean thank you for not coming and visiting my family I know. I'm sorry. What? It it just was like she flipped all of a sudden and she hates him and blah, blah, blah. I mean, I think we know that they wouldn't have worked out because she was probably too mature for him. Um, right. So basically, Peter sent home his two most mature uh, women, like the, the girls who are like probably the most normal, the most like can li- live a normal, successful life. He's like, eh, I don't want that. I like the girls who don't have jobs and who right. are really pretty. <laughs> I like the ones that seem like babies. Thank you. Yeah, I guess he wants a little girl to take care of. Oh, totally. Totally. He just is going to be a great dad. <laughs> yeah, he just wants to practice because he's going to have four kids with Victoria F. And they better all be sons, according to Victoria right. F. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, and they're gonna have a hot mom and a successful dad. Oh yeah, they're made for each other. Yeah, for real. Yeah. So, any other thoughts? Like, what are you feeling about this final four? Um, you know, I feel like there were some good decisions made. Um, maybe not with Natasha because you know I love her, mm-hmm. but. Um, I think Kelly needed to be sent home and we saw some of her true colors today. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm here for that. I think that that was a good decision. Um, I, I think it was good. It was the funniest episode for me. <laughs> I just giggled the whole way through. So yes. what did you think overall? Yeah. Um, I like having more, more one-on-one dates and more like, I just like when it gets to less girls and I can't believe we're already there. Um, yes, I like when it's a little more serious. Like now, we knew McKenna and Tammy were never going to be in the, for the long haul, so I'm glad like those people are gone. Yes, for sure. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm very excited to see all the hometowns. I think that's also where you get to see people's true colors. Um, yes. So yeah, we got some previews of Hannah Ann's dad being super overprotective and saying like, "I would appreciate it if you would not tell my daughter that you love her." Uh, (laughs) i can't wait i cannot wait it's gonna be so good yeah so next week should be a good one um oh my gosh yes oh also um my favorite quote from kelly at the beginning of the episode she's like i don't know what there is to do in peru but i know there are alpacas so as long as i get to pet an alpaca i'm good (laughs) I hope she did not get to pet an alpaca. Nope. I don't I'll pack a yell bags, girl. Bye. Oh. <laughs> Love it. That was great. <laughs> um, so, yes, that was our episode of The Bachelor. Big episode next week. Madison talks about her virginity. Woo-hoo. So that'll be for sure a big thing. And I and that, like, might be a deal breaker for um, for Peter. Because sex is important to him, so. Actually, yes, for sure. I think, I think so. I'm really, I'm really excited to see. Yeah. Yeah. So, and there is this preview um, of, like, the fantasy suites, and there's, like, them on a, like, him and a girl straddling him on a bed, and you can't really tell. It could be any of Hannah Ann, Madison, or Victoria F., Yes, yes. I think it's Anne, but me too, me too. And I think she's the one in the the see-through door with the yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. With the handprint. I think yeah. that's Hannah Ann as the well. Sauna. I think that's what that is. So, my gosh, it's dangerous. Oh yeah. Ugh. I've been in a sauna and I would not want to like hook up in a sauna because it's like you're just trying to breathe in there. <laughs> it's, it's enough work just to focus on breathing. You just choke and die in a sauna. That could be the twist of the episode. They die. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sorry, very dark. (laughs) Moving back. (laughs) When when Chris Chris comes up to Peter and he's like, we just just found this out. (laughs) Hannah Ann died of asphyxiation. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, that I was gonna say that'd be amazing. That would not be amazing. As much as I don't like Hannah Ann, I wish life for her. Yes, yeah. We we are pro life here in all We are pro <laughs> We are pro not dying in a sauna. <laughs> yeah. On live television. Mm-hmm. 
what a way to go. How embarrassing would that be on your Wikipedia page? Like, born in Knoxville, Tennessee, died in a sauna in Peru while having sex on a television program. Gosh. Oh, I'm surprised that someone hasn't, like, died on The Bachelor yet. Hey, it could happen. It could, I'm, not, I'm not saying it won't ever happen, okay? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, um, let's move on. What do you want to talk about next? Do you want to talk about Valentine's Day? Valentine's Day. Yeah. Um, That's great. <laughs> so Rachel and I both looked up the history of Valentine's Day, and we are going to see if we have different stories. <laughs> because oftentimes history can become a legend, and legends become myths. Uh, so uh, let's see what what our stories are. Would you like to go first? Sure. So I found on history.com, which sounds very um, reliable, um, <laughs> The origins of Valentine's Day, this is very brief, but it says um, some trace Valentine's Day origins to a Christian effort to replace a pagan fertility festival that has been dated as far back as the 6th century BC. During the festival of Lupercalia something, uh, Roman priests would sacrifice goats and dogs and use their blood-soaked hides to slap women on the streets as a fertility blessing. <laughs> According to the legend, women would later put their names in an urn and be selected to be paired with a man for a year. So this is one story of how Valentine's Day started. Uh, bloody pagan festival, slapping women with <laughs> bloody carcasses. <laughs> Gosh. Is that what you read? <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. Absolutely not. Um, what did the 700 club have to I, say? <laughs> well, okay, so I actually have a history degree, and I have yeah, studied yeah. this before um, doing, like, the history of the Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. So I did a couple, like, checks, but this is what I have thought to be true. So... Saint Valentine was a devout Christian um, in the Roman Empire. He was born in Italy. And I think 626, I don't have any of this written down. This is just my not my like memory knowledge Ooh, of it. Okay. Um, so feel free to look this up, people. But so he was a devout religious man and he believed in the Bible's definition of marriage, which was like a lifetime commitment between a man and a woman. Yeah. So um Claudius II, who I think, oh man, I'm pushing it here, but I think he was um, also known as Claudius Gothica. Um, Anyway, he became the supreme ruler of the Roman Empire and outlawed marriage because at this time it was very common to just kind of have sex with whom you please when you please. And so this Christian marriage was very counter to the culture of the day. So anyway, one thing led to another, which led to St. Valentine going to prison. So this is where lots of historians have different um, beliefs on what exactly happened. There are three different main stories. And the one I think um, may be true is that the prison guard being in such close proximity to Valentine um, hears of his faith, um, which he, you know, Valentine shares the gospel in the prison. And the guard is like, I want like proof that your God is real. So I'm going to bring in my daughter. And so his daughter's blind and he has um, St. Valentine 
lay hands on her and she's healed. Now that's just one of the stories. It might be a legend. It might be a myth in history. Um, and then another story is that when he is taken away to be killed, he leaves a note to his love and of course signs it. Um, love Valentine, much like we would write Love Rachel, Love Christine. Yeah. And so that is where people get this idea that maybe um, that's where the Valentine's cards come from. So I believe he was killed in 669. That's off the top of my head again. I don't quite remember. Uh-huh. But anyway, um, centuries down the line, one pope whose name I don't remember makes him like a saint. Mm-hmm. And we celebrate valentine's day how we celebrate it today so it's really um if you want to look at it from this like christian perspective which is the way i learned it um valentine's day isn't so much about his love for his wife but it's about his love for his creator and um showing that that was the supreme love and um showing like a marriage like you can't just willy-nilly be with who you want when you want but it's a covenant for christian believers that um having faith in God is so much more than just your marriage. It's a symbol of your covenant to him and to your spouse. So yeah, that's my, I I don't have any notes on that. That's just kind of my like memory of everything. That is impressive. Yeah. I feel free to fact check guys. Yeah. Let's go with your version of the history of Valentine's (laughs) and all that stuff. Um, you, you know, what's interesting is, uh, in this article I was reading, it does talk about how the first Valentine was written from a prison. It doesn't talk about St. Oh. Valentine though. So I don't even know if this is true, but it talks about how, um, Charles Duke of, or- of Orleans wrote the love letter to his second wife at the age of 21 while captured at the battle of Agincourt. Um, oh. and that he never got to see his Valentine because he was a prisoner for like 20 years. Um, oh man, but and second wife at 21, did I hear that correctly? Yeah, and I'm not sure if it's like his wife was 21 or he was 21. Um, yeah, but man, <laughs> that's young. Sorry, Mr. Orlean, yeah. but I did have, <laughs> um, I have like a just like a fun, interesting couple of facts. Um, um Absolutely. So apparently there was this thing during the Victorian era um, called Vinegar Valentines. Have you heard of this? <laughs> I have not, but I please fill me in. Okay. I'd love to know. So people who did not want the attention of certain suitors would anonymously send <laughs> Vinegar Valentines. These cards, also called Penny Dreadfuls, were oh. antithesis of customary valentines, comically insulting and rejecting unwanted admirers. They were later used to target suffragettes in the late 19th and early 20th century. I don't know what that means. But um, <laughs> isn't that like so funny to think that people were like, I hate you, love. <laughs> You're the worst. I hate you. <laughs> Now smell this vinegar, okay? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, people are savage. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's funny. Are you a Valentine's Day fan? Um, yeah, I am. I mean, uh, I, I don't know. Like, I think it's nice and I feel like it's fun to be romanced and stuff. But, um, like, I don't. I don't really see the need to like spend hundreds of dollars like for Valentine's Day. Um, so mm. I'm good with just like, you know, 
words of affirmation and whatever. But um, I just like, it's nice to feel special and loved. So I'm glad that there's a day that is like specifically dedicated to that. (laughs) Totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Did you have any Um, other facts? I guess, yeah, just a fact to all of the listeners that my favorite color is pink Mm -hmm. and I prefer milk chocolate. And if you want to send me some, I can give you my address. Um, But no, I I love Valentine's Day. And more of a fun fact, I've done just being a bridesmaid. I love to go no matter when the wedding is, because lots of weddings are in spring and summer. um, I love to go after Valentine's Day to the candy section at Target or, you know, wherever you shop the candy will be like 50% off. And so I like to take all the like little heart shaped candies and take out the red and like keep all the pink and silver ones and have that for like the bachelorette party or bachelorette shower. What's it called? Bridal shower. Um, so yeah, I've done that for a lot of weddings I've been in and people are like, Oh my gosh. Like, cause if you go to a party store and try to get just pink or silver candies, it's like Mm -hmm. pretty expensive. So just a little pro tip to all of you bridesmaids. Look at you. So creative. (laughs) And you get to eat all the red ones. So there you go. (laughs) Um, okay. I have one more interesting, like just kind of like a love related fact. Um, yeah. So do you know, you know how there's like the XO, like hugs and kisses thing? Do you know how the X like came to mean kiss? You know, I've heard this before, but I don't remember. So please fill me in. Okay, so, um, the use of X came to represent Christianity or the cross in the Middle Ages. During the same time, the symbol was used to sign off on documents after marking with an X the writer would often kiss the mark as a sign of their oath. As a gesture grew among kings and commoners to certify books, letters, and paperwork, these records were described as having been sealed with a kiss. So that's how the X means kiss, because they would like write an X and that was like their signature and then they would kiss it. <laughs> oh my gosh, how interesting. It? Love it, X's. And oh, 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 nailed it, <laughs> crushed it. We are releasing an album later, too. Yeah, so just so you guys are aware, be on the lookout. Um, <laughs> be on the lookout. But you know what else is celebrated on Valentine's Day? What is it? Birthdays. What? what? Who was lucky enough to be born on Valentine's Day? On the day of love. Okay, well, we've got a couple of gyms here. Um, and I mean, G-E-M is not J-I-M. I did sorry. think J-I-M when you said that. And then I, and then I like, transferred over to, oh, she probably meant G-E-M. Okay. <laughs> um, well, one, some might even call her America's sweetheart. It is the one, the only... Jennifer Aniston. Oh, I was going to say Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, spicy take. When I think American Sweetheart, I think of Ryan Seacrest. So that's just me. <laughs> yeah, I think that is just you. <laughs> uh, it's on the movie Get Smart. Um, oh, he's like, okay. I heard it from America's Sweetheart, Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so true. He's such a sweetheart. Uh, yeah, he is. I mean, everyone so likes cute. Ryan Seacrest, so... That's true. How could you not? But yes. everyone also likes Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston, Aniston yes. who turns 51 today. Wow. Oh, my goodness. She is looking 
Oh, terrible. Really? <laughs> no, totally she's looking kidding. better than ever. <laughs> no, she looks great. Um, oh, and I found some interesting facts about our girl, Jenny, Jenny, and Anne. Oh, my goodness. Okay, lay them on me. Oh, and this is actually perfect for love because many of them are about her former lovers. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Um, one of which is Justin Thoreau. Uh huh. Which many people don't even realize that they were married because it was so short and not as, you know, huge as the whole Brad Pitt thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but they apparently went on a honeymoon with lots of their friends, which I think is odd. Yeah. And a good foreshadowing that this didn't work out like they intended. Yeah, that's weird. Don't invite your friends on your honeymoon, guys. Don't bring anyone else on your honeymoon. Just some free invites. <laughs> um she is also like me dyslexic oh i just love another dyslexic person especially one that's successful um (laughs) so also she famously was married and divorced to brad pitt Mm -hmm. and it turns out while she was going through therapy afterwards her therapist died oh gosh could you have heard anything more dramatic? You're like going through a traumatic time and then the one person you really trust passes away. Yeah, that sounds terrible. <laughs> so terrible. Um, also, she was gothic in high school, which I am shocked by. Oh my gosh, I need pictures of this. Yeah, we need some photo evidence uh-huh. that apparently changed her ways when her haircut became a symbol of style and okay. many people went into the salons asking for the Rachel. Oh, yeah. Also, guys, Rachel, the host of our show, is named after Jennifer Aniston's character. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's not true. <laughs> I was like, wait, really? Because that was a joke, and you, you like went with it, and I was like, oh my gosh. Oh no! I'm shook. But she was um, named after me. She was named after me. Okay. Um, but yeah, those are my fun facts about Jennifer Aniston and a couple more big name celebrities. Brett Dyer, who. I didn't know him by his first name, but I know him by his name on the television program, Jane the Virgin. <gasps> Michael is turning 30 today. Oh gosh, I love him. You were definitely team Michael. Well, no, I wasn't team. I mean, I don't know. That's why I hate when TV shows have two like amazing options. <laughs> like, two. But you liked him, right? I liked him, yes. But I... I did not. Yeah. I liked him, <laughs> um, but I wanted... Jane to be with Raphael, but I also felt bad because Michael was a great guy. Um, nope, he's not Raphael forever. Yeah, Team Raphael. Okay. Well, <laughs> you're like agree to disagree. Yeah. I did. I followed him on Instagram for a little bit. Um, what's the guy's name uh, in real life? Do you have it? Oh, Brett Dyer. Okay, so I followed him on Instagram, and actually, he's like kind of annoying in real life. He's like a real funny guy, mm. and so he like. Oh. all these really obnoxious videos of him like doing impersonations of other people no <laughs> so I was like uh, I can't follow you anymore <laughs> oh my gosh Justin would never Justin being Raphael listeners mm-hmm. okay so also today a big happy birthday to presidential wannabe Michael Bloomberg oh man <laughs> please take a guess let me just remind you, presidents are in office four to eight years. How old do you think Michael Bloomberg is? He is the 108th mayor of New York City and a philanthropist oh, and businessman. Jeez, let's say, mm, 
Hold on, I'm gonna pull up a picture of him without looking up his age. Okay, I'm gonna say that he is 72. Close. <gasps> 78. 78, really? 78, guys. Wow. He's, okay, how old is Bernie? That's what I need to know. <laughs> I don't know off the top of my head, but I, I'm pretty sure that Bernie, Elizabeth, and Michael Bloomberg are all in their 70s. Yeah, Bernie's 78 as well. Um, really? For some reason, he just seems younger to me. Maybe oh, really? He seems older to me. He seems like he's just about to croak. <laughs> Bernie Sanders? Yes! <laughs> I love that Bernie Sanders never brushes his hair. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, every debate I watch, I'm like, Bernie, just run a comb through it and please get some plastic glasses. Like, the metal ones he has, I just want an update. I just need some new ones. He does not care, like, what anyone thinks about him. He doesn't. He just wants health care for all. Yeah. And oh, that's why I'm just like, why can people really take him seriously? Because, like, he's going to die in office. Like, he had a heart attack this year. Like, he's going to die in office if he was. Do you think? Oh, yeah. I'm, like, positive that he would die in office. You're like, I would bet my life on it. I would. I would. Uh, it's going to be too much for him to handle, too much stress. We already know he has a he's a. <laughs> He does have a weak heart, but he is a fighter. He is a fighter, that Bernie. Yeah. Feel the burn. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Michael Bloomberg, apparently also Bernie Sanders, <laughs> I'm guessing, born in 1942. Uh-huh. OMG. That's so long ago. Yeah. And wow. he lives on the Upper East Side, which brings us back to Valentine's Day, XOXO. Ooh. Yeah. Well, I actually was reading yesterday an article about some of the problematic things that Michael Bloomberg has said. Basically, it's <laughs> yes. like a Democratic version of Trump in some ways in the comments that he has made about women and and uh, race. Minority. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's kind of a bummer. Uh, I'm tired of seeing his ads everywhere, though. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Everywhere. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's almost like a bad sign, I feel like. If you have that many ads, it's like you're trying too hard. <laughs> It's also like, if you want to run for president, I'm all about it. But like, <laughs> he came so late into the game. Oh yeah, and then he's, he's going like, so hard. It's like, yeah, Mr. Chance, buddy. <laughs> if I were the president, excuse me, the mayor of New York City, I'd be like, I'm done because there's a lot going on there. Mm-hmm. But I mean, shoot your shot, man. Do it. <laughs> Michael. So, but happy birthday to Michael, yeah. Jennifer, and Brent. Brent? Brett? Brett? Brett, I think. Michael Cordova is how we know yes. him. Brett. Yeah. So, anyway, big happy birthday to all of you. Yes. Happy birthday. Happy Valentine's Day. May we all feel loved Yay. today. <laughs> Amen. Um, okay. So, Rachel, what's your pop knot? <laughs> okay. My pop knot. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so my pop knot is celebrities and like rich, good looking people, like purposefully mm-hmm. dressing like they're homeless. <laughs> I, oh, really? I'm just like so offended by, okay, so <laughs> this is what this was spurred by, um, Justin Bieber. So he was on SNL as a performer this past week. Um, and he's like, like literally did not comb his hair, like has this, he has like this really disgusting bleached 
blonde hair right now and then he has a mustache mm. and he literally like he looks like oh. he just rolled out of bed he's in these like really baggy like ugly clothes and I'm just like, can you make yourself presentable? I'm like, you are, you are a famous, good-looking, rich man. Like when you go in right. public, like just look nice. <laughs> and then I, we, Shelton and I were watching his uh, YouTube series documentary thing, um, and yeah, he's just always wearing like really baggy, ugly clothes. And I'm like, you can afford like nice clothes. So like, why would you spend like probably thousands of dollars on like your baggy sweatpants that are falling off of your body? Yes, it is in vogue. Kim K, same thing, but right. of course her face and hair. Yeah. So this is probably an unpopular opinion for me to have because I can see people like appreciating the fact that they're not always like looking like they're better than us or whatever. But I just, and it's, yeah, it's not just, just Justin Bieber. It's like, a lot of people um that like apparently it's just cool now that if you're rich you just dress like a homeless person and right I just yeah I'm not and for it <laughs> can we just say Adam Sandler made this famous long before any of these people did and now that Adam Sandler is wearing suits I'm like what is happening in the world <laughs> Yeah, I'm just like, take care of yourself. Like you, you could look so nice. So just like, do it. Just like, brush your hair. For real. And stop. I need Zac Efron and Justin Bieber to stop bleaching their hair. It's not okay. Oh, you're done with the boy bleaching the hair? (sighs) I'm so done with it. Mm, what about Pete Davidson? Were you a fan? Oh no, never. <laughs> oh, no. you like him. of his hair? Or Are you the one that you uh, love him and think he's really cute? Um, I think he's hot AF. No. I love his personality. No. <laughs> I would marry him in a second. I don't know why people don't love him. Look, I love him on SNL, but I don't think I could love him as a person. Oh my gosh! And even his voice. I love his voice. No, he's ridiculous. <laughs> that's what everyone says um i don't see it but okay we're not going to talk about it (laughs) enough about that um okay so my pop knot of the week Uh (laughs) rachel knows this better than anyone else so i live up north guys and i think there's like three feet of snow in my town right now not about it Uh So I was like, oh my gosh, it's going to be so fun when I go to Texas. I'm still here, guys. I'm in Dallas right now. Wait, you are? I thought you went home. Hey, no, no, no. Well, I fly home today. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. In a couple hours. Mm. Um, yeah. So why the one week I'm down here, is it like frigid? It was snowing when Rachel picked me up at the airport. Yeah. It's like, it was 20 degrees here last night and uh, me like a ding dong only packed like shorts dresses like no need for a coat um Birkenstocks like so that's a bummer but just okay mother nature we get it it's February everywhere I'm a little upset and the big thing being I don't know what my deal is but I have been getting those beliefs especially when I go outside and Rachel and I were on a walk and we were like as far away as we could be from her house and I was like I think my nose is bleeding. So that's just never a good look. So the weather and the weather causing my nose to bleed. So embarrassing. Yeah, I'm sorry. I know Texas did not deliver for you. Hey, let me down. But it was also, it was also great. So I'm not complaining. Yeah, I'll just say I have not left my house all week because (laughs) I don't want to. (laughs) So 
It's been great. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so pops of the week? Pops, yeah. Okay, so my pop um, is that Survivor is back. Um, oh, snap. So uh, season 40, it's a big deal. Um, it's been on for 20 years now. And so for this season, they have brought uh, – it's all previous winners. So all of these people are already millionaires. The prize of winning Survivor is a million dollars. But now they're like, hey, since we're, we're bringing back people who are already millionaires, let's give them $2 million if they win, which is ridiculousness. <laughs> I'm like, you should just give them like $1. They don't need money. Like, they're fine. <laughs> but anyways, I love Survivor. Shelton and I watch it together. Um, I actually hated it. Like, Shelton started watching it because a friend told him to. And I thought it was, like, the stupidest thing. Um, but eventually I got hooked and I got drawn in. And so I'm all about it. Um, so I possibly will start doing, like, just a minute or two of, like, episode recaps. Um, the first episode is kind of hard to do nice. that, But I will say um, the funny thing is, like, so we know all these previous winners and they're all like old now and they're mostly well not mostly so there's this one guy you know christine you probably won't know what i'm talking about but for any listeners boston <laughs> rob, he's like a legend um boston rob is so fat right now and so you know like it's like his 40 day journey and they always lose a whole bunch of weight and so they look so different at the beginning than they do at the end um but like boston rob has like all gray hair now and he like has this huge like beer belly um, um, okay, so they have introduced this new thing called fire tokens, which they can like use to buy advantages in the game. Um, so that's interesting. I'm, I'm like interested to see how that will play out. But here's the thing that I don't like is they're using this word here. Christine, tell me if this, I'm going to say a word and you tell me if you think this is a real word or if this is a made up word. The word is bequeath. So, like, used in a sentence, um, you, can, yeah, a sentence you can bequeath your token to another player. Is that a real word? <laughs> okay, obviously I would think no, but since you're asking me, I'm going to say yes. Yeah, actually, I, I'm not, I think it is, but let me look up and see if Survivor just made this word up. But <laughs> they are using this word, like, a lot, and I'm not here for it um it is word. um yeah it means to leave to a person or other beneficiary by a will yeah so it means what you think it means but like so they they have like signs that literally say the word like bequeath your token (laughs) say like leave your token or like gift your token like don't say bequeath it's weird and not a fan but um so we we've already lost two players um the first people voted off were natalie and um amber which uh amber is boston rob's wife they both have won the show before they met on the show they got engaged on the show like 20 oh my gosh yeah it's crazy um but yeah so uh Shelton thought Natalie was gonna be like the winner at the end and then she was the first one voted off um oh has a smoking hot body like she is fit she's got like these huge muscular arms she's got abs um and yeah I'm just I'm impressed like she's done a good job preparing for the show um but anyways yeah I'll stop talking now about Survivor (laughs) 
Oh my gosh, no, anytime. I'm going to start watching just so I can talk to you about it. Yes, you need to. You might be a little confused if you start on season 40, but I mean. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm not catching up, okay? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, my pop of the week is just so much fun that I had this week. Um, Getting to see Rachel, who I'm talking to, and then many of the listeners that are listening right now. Um, You better be listening. I was able, yeah, you better be listening right now. I was able to see, like, I wouldn't go through and name everyone, but I like, even just like I went on campus where we went to school. I graduated in 2016, so it's been a minute. But just like I, um, I went to go. I, I, so I was staying with my friend who is a student there still. So I was like, oh, I'll just wait outside of your classroom for an hour. No big deal. And I'll like see some of my friends who work there. And just walking down the hall, I like saw like 20 literally of my old friends that I just didn't expect to see. So it was great. That's awesome. Yes. Um, so that's my pop, just having friends. Yes. Such a good thing. Awesome. Such a good thing. Okay. Well, I think that wraps us up for today. So we would love to hear your thoughts, opinions, and episode ideas. You can follow us on Instagram at poptherapypod. Uh, we're also on Twitter, which um, our Whoop our up. name is, is, it's like pod underscore therapy, I believe, is like the at. Um, but our name is Pop Therapy Podcast, I think. Um And then uh, you can email us at poptherapy101 at gmail.com if you want to give us any feedback. If you enjoyed our podcast, we would love for you to leave us a review and a five-star rating if you feel like it. Don't forget to tell your friends. And if you need some pop therapy, join us each Friday for your weekly session. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye! Bye!